I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to episode six. Now, out of all the episodes in the podcast, this one is the one that I've been looking forward to recording the most, because this one has got steam in it. (laughs) So, as I'll explain to you as this podcast goes on, I used to write some sexy novellas when I was a teenager, about 14, 15, and I'm going to read steam to you in this podcast. So, we'll continue on reading from my book, Flabyrinth. Written in my diary, 1993, age 14. My wedding prediction. Age, approximately 24 to 25. Wearing an ivory wedding dress with white caterpillar boots with mint green or peach bridesmaids. It will be on a tropical island paid for by my photography company. I'll bungee jump off a bridge in my wedding dress and we'll have the reception at Tiffany's in New York. Food. For starters, we'll have salmon mousse. The main course will be macaroni and cheese sauce. And for dessert, Christmas pudding with cream and custard. Drinks, Pepsi Max. Groom, dark skinned or black with mid-length hair and it must be curly. If he's a black man, it must be in dreadlocks. He must be funny, loaded and play basketball. By the age of 14, my desperation for a kiss from a boy had reached new heights. I spent an inordinate amount of time scrawling on my homework notebook in school about celebrities I was in love with and thus refining the definition of my dream man. I decided my hybrid he-man should have the cuteness of Mark Owen from Take That, the coolness of Kurt Cobain, the looks of Robbie Williams, the attitude and poetic skills of Tony Mortimer from E17, the dance skills of Howard from Take That, the funkiness of JK from Jamiroquai, and he should be a twin like Bross so I can have two of them to entertain me all day long. I drained numerous coloured pens doodling all over my books and folders in class. Then something happened and the hormones in my body catapulted to new levels. I began fantasising about sex all the time. It was my favourite topic of conversation and the girls and I would eagerly discuss all the ins and outs of it over sandwiches and Capri Suns at break time. 
One day in secondary school, we got our birds and the bees chat. It was an update to the one we'd all received in primary school where they'd told us just the basics. <sighs> I could get up and do this talk myself, I boasted. Fifty giddy girls were piled into a classroom where Barbara, the sex ed lady, showed us a really corny video explaining sexual intercourse. We were all in hysterics, sniggering away as it played. Afterwards, Barbara handed out pieces of paper and told us that if anyone had a question that they were too embarrassed to ask, then they could write it down and she'd collect them in a box and answer them. Acting like I was the Fonz, I tore up my slip of paper as I didn't have anything to ask. I knew it all. Some of the questions were things like, do you get pregnant every time you have sex? Or, I'm 14 and I still haven't gotten my period yet. Is there something wrong with me? I sat beside Surika, rolling my eyes and mock yawning at the boredom of all of this. The next question was, what's a blowjob? My ears pricked up. Hang on a minute. I don't know the answer to this one. How come I haven't come across this? Barbara explained that a blowjob was the slang term for oral sex. For what? Oral sex? Again, I was baffled. She then went on to explain blowies in great detail. My mouth was hanging open. I thought it sounded horrific. I turned to Sirica. Did you know about this? Eh, uh, yeah, did you not? She replied. No, I bloody well didn't. A dick in your mouth. I was horrified. That afternoon, we were all as horny as bulls in a field of fresh goatweed. I couldn't get the vile image of a blowjob out of my head. I decided there was no way I was ever, ever doing it. And instead, I chose to stick to my romantic fantasy of sex that I had in my head. So much so, I decided to start writing about it. It started off innocently enough with short notes in my friends' homework notebooks where I'd write out a little sexy scene for them about whoever they fancied at the time. The girls loved it and I loved writing it. So I decided I would expand my indulgence and express myself in the form of erotic novellas. Looking back on it now, it's gas, but at the time it was very serious business. I blame hormones for it all. The hormones made me do it and for a period of time I was so consumed by all things titillating that I appear to have lost my sanity, yet somehow managed to dodge being whisked away by the men in white coats. As proof of my unhinged mental state, I'm going to share with you an extract from Steam, my debut erotic musing. Other titles in this saucy collection include Sweat, moist and saturated. Now luckily I kept them after all these years. They are all handwritten and the book cover for Steam reads Outside it's raining but inside it's wet. Which is in fact a line from the E17 classic which gives the book its title. is raining but inside is wet. It also comes with a health warning stating it's not advisable for people with heart conditions to read this. 
The book itself is credited to Julianne Call USM, which baffled me for a time until I remembered the USM stood for Ultimate Sex Machine. So I obviously had quite the high opinion of myself and my sexual knowledge, even though I was a virgin. So finally, after 26 years, I'm going to give this raunchy tale the public unveiling it never had. Before you begin listening, though, I'd ask you to remember that I was 14 when I wrote this and positively delusional with oestrogen. And given my quaint suburban upbringing, my experience of sex at this stage extended no further than seeing that nipple in Ryan's daughter, as I told you about in the previous episode of this podcast. Okay, here we go. Let's bring in some music to set the scene. I imagine him naked in the shower, the warm, gentle droplets of water trickling down his body as the clouds of steam surround him, his hair all wet and stringy and hanging around his face. His eyes caress me as I look into his and melt into a mellow pool of rippling waves of lust in a sea of love. And then his hand reaches out and gently caresses my face and then runs slowly down the side of my arm. He takes hold of my hands and pulls me towards him to join him in the shower. He kisses my neck and then my forehead and slowly moves downwards to my lips as rivulets of water run between my heaving breasts. After 10 minutes of energetic tonsil hockey, we step out of the shower. He wraps me in a warm, soft towel, previously washed in comfort, and guides me towards the bedroom. Laying me down like an aeroplane on a runway, he glides swiftly over my body, launching like a shuttle into a universe of ecstasy as our minds and bodies fuse in an aura of passion. His erection creeps up like a cat waiting to pounce on its prey. Gripping tightly, our bodies pulsate to the rhythm of the crickets outside the window. What? To the rhythm of the crickets, I have written, which means he must have been rogering me like some sort of gigantic vibrator on maximum speed. Oh, God. The silk sheets ripple like waves in a thunderstorm, our bodies being the cliffs that break their power. The flashes, the lights, everything seems to be moving slowly, frame by frame, making this moment last forever. Swooping up and down, the rhythm increasing, higher and higher as our minds and bodies climb to their peak. The passion, the ecstasy, climbing and climbing. I moan softly with the agonizing wonder of it all. I was the braille book and he was the hands and he used his hands to understand me better. He withdraws the physical fusion, but the mental fusion remains. He guides me towards the bathroom again. The jacuzzi is waiting. 
our blood bubbles as much as the water. We enter the liquid of love. His arms wrap around me as he kisses my neck. His erection floats above the water like the mast of a sailing ship. Obviously, I had just learned about similes in English class and I couldn't get enough of them. Sailing in our sea of love, he kisses me gently. Slowly, our mouths lock and our tongues search endlessly throughout each other's mouths, entangling into a knot that any Boy Scout would be proud of. Again he enters me, like a bullet launching from a shotgun barrel. So, I think this is the third time we've shagged in a very short space of time. So he's obviously superhuman, or I'm just immune to chafing. He kisses and nibbles my ear. Our bodies press firmly together. Gripping each other firmly, we can't control our screams and pants of ecstasy. He kisses my shoulders as I lick his chest. I can feel our hearts beating in harmony, faster than the pitter-patter of the water of the jets ricocheting against us. Our bodies fit together like a jigsaw, with no pieces missing. Our love is like a sailboat, sailing through a sea of passion, and through troubled waters our love feels no pain. We stumble out of the jacuzzi, still clinging onto one another, not daring to separate. <laughs> that must have been some manoeuvre. Now I've written into the story here all sorts of madness. So at this point we pause our sexual Olympics to watch a soccer match where, in this alternate reality, Manchester United are beating Barcelona 27-0 and Eric Cantona has scored every single goal. Then we switch over to watch the golf and apparently reenact every hole in one. Don't ask me, I was obviously demented. We then go on to have Olympic level gymnastic sex another six times in various locations before. Rolling around on the bed, my body feels out of control. We slide off the bed and onto the floor. He swiftly lifts me up and guides me towards the patio doors. He opens them, revealing the moonlit beach outside. He stands behind me and wraps his arms around my waist and nestles his head on my shoulder. Our bodily oils glisten in the moonlight. We hold hands and walk down over the cool sand. He bends down and picks up a stick by some rocks. Holding it firmly in our hands together we write, Troy loves jewels forever. We look into each other's eyes passionately and at the same time say, I love you. We smile. <laughs> oh God, that is simply vomit inducing. <laughs> As I look into his eyes, his expression changes. I know what's coming next. Yep, you've guessed it. More shagging, because this guy must have taken about 10 Viagras. I turn to run as he tries to grab my arm. It's difficult to run in the sand, but I slow down because I want him to catch me. He grabs me and lifts me up in his arms. He starts running towards the sea. Laughing and screaming, I try to break away, but I love the feeling of his arms around me. He runs towards the water, and when the water is around his thighs, 
he lifts me higher and higher and then drops me into the salty sea. The water rushes over my face as I plunge under. <laughs> Absolutely no consideration for my hair or makeup, the prick. He drags me back towards the surface. We both laugh. I place my hands on his shoulders and then suddenly jerk him backwards into the water. No, surprisingly not jerk him off, just jerk him back into the water. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. He falls under. I can't see him for a second. Then I feel his hands around my ankles. I think he's going to pull me under... But then his head emerges from the water and he starts kissing my thighs. We walk backwards towards the beach, but as soon as we reach the sand, we lay down and he runs his hands all over my body. I love you. I love you. He keeps repeating over and over as we make love slowly and romantically this time. I know I love him. I cry out as wave after wave of intense, pure ecstasy washes through my body. He clings to me. I rest my head on his chest. We are bathed in sweat and I can feel his heart throbbing, pounding, thundering behind his ribs. I obviously consulted the Thesaurus for that line and couldn't make up my mind on which word to choose, so I just used them all. So at this point in the story, which remarkably has a plot, Troy, the Trojan sex machine, takes me to Paris in his helicopter. It only takes 10 minutes to get there, apparently. And in the restaurant at the top of the Eiffel Tower, he orders for us in French. Chez moi, le tour Eiffel. Bonjour, les frog's legs. Le vin rosé. Irlande, douze points. Channel Tunnel, Yves Saint Laurent, Cuisine de France. I don't understand a word of it, but I'm impressed. He then proceeds to press a button and a red, love heart shaped bed appears from the floor. This guy was smooth. He takes me to the bed once more. He wraps his arms around me 
as we tumble onto the red sheets. Lying on top of me, I love the feeling of the weight of his body pressing against me. Spreading my legs, he grips the inside of my thigh. You know, I, I think this Troy guy must have gone to the cash and carry to get the lube. I cling to the sheets as his rigid power tool drills through me. After some intense action, he withdraws and says in a whisper, I've got a secret. Giggling, he tiptoes out of the bedroom. Giggling and tiptoeing. Doesn't he sound like a right hunky Chippendale? He comes back moments later with a carton of haagen ice cream. The bubbles on the carton remind me of the condensation on the window from the steam in this sweltering room. He produces a spoon and feeds me some of the double chocolate chip ice cream. It dribbles down my chest and he licks it off passionately. He then delicately spreads the ice cream from my neck down every crevice of my body to my toes. Feeling chilled, he begins to lick it off. His warm tongue removes. I obviously didn't consult the Tesserus for that word. His warm tongue removes the ice cream and leaves a shimmery glow on my body. A shimmery glow? I would have been a sticky mess. And we won't even mention the silk sheets. I mean, who was going to clean those? Sure, they'd be destroyed. And if anyone walked into the room, it would have looked like a dirty protest. Then Troy looks into my eyes and he says, Will you marry me? Yes. 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 Yes, yes, yes! I scream as he makes love to me. Mm, so I think this would be about ride number 10 at this stage. And remarkably, there's still no mention of chafing or of Troy having to take a break to rebone. After an hour, we were sitting up in bed together and I thought to myself, do I love him? Questions began racing through my mind. Who? What? When? Where? Why? Yes. No. No. Yes. I put the question to myself again. And that's when I realised. I didn't really love him. It was just our sex. A physical, but not a mental relationship. Hmm, that's probably because we never even had a conversation. A physical, but not a mental relationship. No, I didn't love him. It couldn't go on. It had to end. It just had to end. The end. (laughs) Holy suffering mother of perpetual sucker. What sort of a sex-crazed, horny lunatic was I? And who was this fantasy robocock Troy who seemed to have an endless boner? I hadn't a rashers about riding, and I think that's pretty evident. But the girls in school lapped up my bestseller, and I can claim it was a bestseller, as I would charge them one pound to read it. Ah, Jules, have you finished writing the next paragraph? They would eagerly inquire as I would tell them. Be patient, girls. I am a sexual artiste. These things take time. And as soon as the next instalment was down on paper, they'd be snapping it out of my hands while raining down pound coins on my desk. I had found my calling. I just wish I had pursued it further. 
I could have been Ireland's own answer to E.L. James. But my publishing pursuance was hindered by the interruption of distraction with real-life boys and real-life sexual experiences, which we'll find out about in the next podcast episode. Oh, I have to say I loved channeling my inner Cadbury's Caramel Bunny for that one. Steam. And as I said, there's plenty more where that came from. On my Instagram stories, which is at Jules Call Picks, I will put um, and I'll put it up in my highlights on the Instagram as well. I'll show you Steam, the original handwritten version. What I used to do was just on a refill pad, I would just scribble it out as it channeled through me. And then I would write it out in my best handwriting. Um, oh, it's so funny and mad to think back on it. I'm also very interested to listen back to it now on my new Rode microphone. Hope there is going to be an improvement in the sound. My hello, hello, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Testing, testing. My new Rode microphone from Birmingham Cameras. I've been the store ambassador for Birmingham Cameras, which is the photography shop on the Keys in Dublin city centre for the past few years. Very proud to be their store ambassador. And I do all their social media videos and interview master photographers from around the world and do all their social media videos. So if you need anything that's related to cameras, photography or sound, just visit birminghamcameras.ie. I have said that so many times. I'm very proud to be their store ambassador. And I hope you notice an improvement in my sound now on my new cool Rode microphone. Yep, so social media wise, all the information that I'll put up about this podcast will be on Instagram. I have realised that Facebook is just D-E-D dead. It's just tumbleweeds blowing through it and it's just nobody's on Facebook anymore. It's all about the Instagram. So my Instagram again is Jules Call Picks. And the book that I'm reading from is my autobiography. It's called Flabyrinth, My Escape from Maximum Insecurity Prison. And it's published by Gill Books. So all the information about anything to do with my podcast, social media, all the jazz is all up on my website. You can go to julescall.com or cringebingepodcast.com where all the details are. I absolutely love making this podcast and I am so grateful as well for the support of Acast who are bringing this podcast to you and that's why I've got the ads on it because listen mum's got to get some shoes you know pay the bills I've also set up a Patreon page so if you like what I am doing and you want to support me and help me in my creativity then I would really appreciate your support on Patreon what is Patreon? it's kind of like a subscription website where you go on and you just say listen you know what, Jules, I love what you do. If I met you out and about and I wanted to buy you a coffee or a drink or whatever, I'd give the money that I w- it would cost to get you that coffee or a drink, even though I don't drink, but you could get me, uh, I don't know, a, a fancy mocktail for a fiver. Um, you give that fiver subscription for the entertainment that you get out of these podcasts every single week. And you say, go on, I'll help you, you know, with your creativity and help you live while you do this. And it was actually the Blind Boy podcast where he's on Patreon and I saw what he was doing and I was like, wow, what an amazing thing to do and go, listen, you know, I listen to your podcast every week. I love what you do. You give me 40 minutes of escapism and entertainment. You give me a laugh. So yeah, would I buy you a coffee? Hell yeah. 
So go on, I'll give you a five for every month and support you. So if you are one of my Patreon, well, I don't know, what are they called? Supporters? Patroners? Patrons? Yeah. Um, thank you. Thank you so much. All the details about my Patreon page. Again, they're all up on my website in the podcast section. So just go to julescall.com. Also on my website is the details of where you can send me your teen diaries because I would love to hear from you and the comedy gold coming in from people is just amazing. I'm going to read listeners' diaries in future episodes. Now you can do it publicly or anonymously. All you have to do is root out your old teen diary. You can type it up and send it to me, take pictures of the pages or record it as a voice message and you can email it to me. Again, all the details on the website. It's cringebingepodcast.com. So that's all for this episode, which is brought to you by Acast. I'm your host, Jules Call, and you've been listening to the Cringe Binge podcast, My 90s Teenage Diary. See you next week. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.